Hey there, guys and gals, Hepcats, Cool Kittens, friends and foes. Good morning, Multiverse. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And we've got a very, very different, very special episode this morning. We are going to welcome a very special guest host who is going to take over the show this morning. And she has brought all of her epic pinup cosplay friends. And we're going to do that right now. All right, we are back with Back of the Cereal Box. I am the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. And um, as I bring on our uh, very special co-host, or she's going to take over, it is my pleasure to welcome the one, the only, the mythical, the legendary, my favorite pinup cosplayer on the planet, Miss DL Memphis. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you this morning? I am doing great. Um, it's a it's a double barrel day today. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna say it's a double barrel day too. <laughs> You're having uh, coffee and mimosas. Heck and, yeah! You know, as we start every episode. Uh, we gotta we gotta tell the, the audience what we're munching on. I saw a bowl in front of you. Yes. What are you munching on? I've got the last of the Mandalorios. Oh. That's what I'm calling them. Star Wars cereal cereal, the, the Mandalorios. They're actually delicious. I'm gonna call I, them baby Yoda crunch. Ooh, I like that. That that's that's good. <laughs> baby Yoda Crunch. And um I saw a bowl with so what do you have in your bowl? So I am enjoying a lovely bowl of cocoa pebbles. Ooh, and love cocoa I'm like pebbles. trying to figure out where the camera is. So and <laughs> for an extra little bonus, there is a game on the back of the box. And it features prehistoric pinup girls, Betty oh. and Wilma. Come on oh. now. All right. So it, I am a huge Wilma fan. She oh. is my spirit animal and i you know i posted on our facebook page uh early on betty or wilma what's what's your pick are you a okay. betty or wilma girl i'm definitely a betty fan definitely as a matter of fact i uh betty rubble is in my cause plans if cons ever become a thing in the future again well hopefully they will now, before we, um, oh, hey, look here. We've got some comments already. So oh, before wow. we bring the girls on, uh, Carl Witzman is watching. He said, I made it. Yay, thanks for making it. And my buddy Scott Hitchcock says, Grogos. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Grogos. I like that. I like that. As a, as a pirate in a former pirate band, and I, I read that as Grogos. <laughs> And 
from Memphis, Tennessee, Carlin Stewart is joining us and says, morning. Hello, my friend Carlin. Betty, Betty Rebel, all the way. Thank you. <laughs> Joe McKeel is already here. Howdy, here for about 10 more minutes. Awesome. Thank you, dog. Hopefully he'll get to see all of the gals. Yes. So I want to bring them on immediately. But before we do that, um, for those of you who watch the show and, and watch, follow us on YouTube, we did a, a road trip to um, Bowling Green, Kentucky last week. Went to Replay Toys and to the flea market. I got a stack of loot, but I wanted to show two things. Um, I got a Mago Stanley action figure. I know someone who is going to fight you for that, and she's on the show today. I, I had to do it. Um, Magos were the thing when I was a kid, and I had an entire collection of them. And after Stanley passed away, Mago made a special stand. Now they also did a Marvel Legends Stanley, which I haven't gotten yet. But uh, uh, Migos uh, are are like my childhood. So this one will probably stay in the package. I usually open my toys and display them mm -hmm. um, in my collectible room, but um, that one will probably stay sealed. Now I was blown away when I found this. DL, and you're going to love this. Okay. <gasps> On vinyl. Oh, oh. Is that a vintage? Is that a it modern reproduction? Okay. Um, copyright. There's not even a year on it. Um, <laughs> but it is two episodes of the Green Hornet radio show on oh. vinyl. That's awesome. As you I've know, got, I love Green Hornet. Yeah, I, I know you do. That's why I had to show this. And this was my favorite classic radio show. And if I can find more of those on vinyl, I'm going to. All right. So we're going to do a few more comments and then we're going to be bring on the girls. So <clears throat> Carl Witzman was up past midnight. So it's a wonder that he made it. <laughs> he, he, hosts a, he hosts a private show called uh, Uncle Carl's Green Room. And it's basically a bunch of folks getting together, letting their hair down on a Friday night and being rude and raucous. Okay. Uh, I almost got into a fight because um, so many people didn't know what WandaVision or the Mandalorian was. And they're, they're just, it was living I, under a rock. <laughs> Carlin Stewart is a Betty Rubble guy. He also says, uh, oh, uh, Carlin Stewart says SpaceX launched this morning. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what. Our special guests are prettier than any rocket. And Carl Witzman says, I'll be watching on the other computer, Joe. So he's got two. <laughs> All right. So he can so, see uh, everybody widescreened. Yeah. So, um, DL, you know, the, you know the drill. Do you have any loot this morning, or are you going to save that for your time with the girls? You know what? I actually was wanting to bring them all in and introduce them and then maybe because um, I know that they have gathered some loot as well. All right. So I am going to do that and I'm going to bring them on one at a time and uh, you can introduce them, talk about them. And basically, folks watching, uh, DL is now the official host. I turn it over to you, oh, queen of the pinup cosplay. <laughs> oh, boy. Y'all have fun now. <laughs> 
Good morning. So this is the amazing Scarlett and I have known her for many years. Uh, I have worked with her in cosplay, pinup. She's been uh, a lot of in a lot of our fashion shows, pinup photography, so all kinds of stuff. So she's awesome. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. My favorite hot girl, my favorite hot girl. So this is Heidi and Heidi also is a staple in the con scene here in the Memphis area. And actually she's pretty much all over the Mid-South area. And she is known for her hot girl cosplays, usually sporting these awesome wings and wonderful, uh, what's, your, what's your weapon? I can't remember what it's called. Help me out. Amazing. Mace, that's it. I was going to call it a battle axe. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, that's me. Um, <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> but cos but uh, Heidi has been helping us with a lot of uh, basically cosplay events and pinup events. And she's been kind of around in my circle for several years as well. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. And you were right. You were right, DL. I do recognize Heidi now that you say Hawk Girl. Yes. I to her in oh, her Hawk thank Girl. you. That means a lot yes. that y'all recognize me as Hot Girl. <laughs> it's epic. Thank you. Good morning. Oh my. Good morning. Hello, Ursula. My Hello. So Ursula or Lauren here is my uh, my go-to goth cosplay geeky gamer girl, and uh, we have known each other for many many years. We have done a lot of. She usually accompanies me when we do or like our haunted web photo shoots, and um, so I mean, wonderful, wonderful. I have a lot of fun with her. Lauren, <laughs> thank you. Lauren, in honor of what you're doing this morning, I've got something just for you. Those poor unfortunate souls. It's sad. It's true. They come coming through my cauldron crying, spells, Ursula, please, and do I help them? Yes, I do. I do. Actually, All you right. should get her to sing that because that oh, she's got a voice like you wouldn't believe. Well, I can't I can't wait to I would love to hear it. And uh we we are starting a new series on back of the cereal box, just FYI. Uh, singing in the shower. <laughs> I have the most epic it's, shower for that. Yeah. So, so um, if you'd like to be a contributor, Lauren, or anybody else, um, yeah. Call <laughs> us. All right. One last one to bring to the show. The amazing and the wonderful Cat Malone. Okay. So I have. Hello a long history with Kat. I would say almost as long of a history as I have with uh, Scarlett, but not quite that long. Um, no. Kat actually has been pretty much my inspiration for Pinna since I started. Um, oh, yeah. So she has had a lot of influence on guiding my look, guiding my style. She's also been there for all of our um, haunted web photo shoots actually you're the one who helped us get in there with that group and um yes, yeah yes so. <laughs> that was a very awkward email to send to somebody <laughs> i'm like yeah can we come on in with a bunch of half naked women and shoot shoot photographs yeah. they didn't seem to mind they were very they were very willing and very open to the ideas so yes <laughs> i can see that but um cat also is uh i forgot where i was going with that but anyway Welcome, Kat. Welcome, Kat. Thank oh, you. Oh, thank you. Thank was, you for having me. 
I recall what I was going to say. Cat basically is our historian when it comes to like pinup and in the background of pinup and where she came from. So um, let's just get started. Y'all ready? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. So um, Johnny mentioned that we have a little bit of show and tell this morning. So does everybody have their little goodies with them and everything? Just, yep. Oh, gosh. All right. So <laughs> let's... <laughs> Let's start with Scarlett because she seems to be almost vibrating to show you. I'm so excited. I can tell. I can okay. tell. So my item is literally my most prized possession that I own as far as like cosplay and pinup or anything else goes. This is literally my most prized possession in the entire world. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. So this has followed me to several cons. I'm trying to get it in the frame oh, here. This is a actual World War II military helmet, as you can see. I can't tell if you can see or not because this camera is <laughs> kind of wonky. Okay. But on the front here, oh my God, get it in the frame. Okay. That is Stan Lee's signature. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> And on the top, there is a. <laughs> I don't know what's going to fight you for I that figure of Stanley. It's me. <laughs> it's me. We're going to fight for it. <laughs> but no, on the top, there is a signature. I, you can't really tell. It's kind of. It's, it's like it's black Sharpie on a dark blue helmet, but it is a signature from, from Frank Steranko. He is a. Captain America comic book artist and he does like the con circuit and everything but I actually got to meet Stanley in person and he signed my helmet and it was the most amazing experience of my life <laughs> so that is my that is my item that was my show and tell for the day and it is literally the most amazing thing I own period I think it's safe to say that Stanley also put his stamp of approval on your Captain America pinup cosplay. So that Definitely. was kind of awesome as well. So, yep. All right. So let's circle around to Lauren. Cause I think she had something awesome too. Uh, mine's not as awesome as hers, but um, I recently got a new cosplay. As you know, I like to do random characters who aren't typically cosplay and turn them into like a gothic version of cosplay so i now have a miss frizzle dress <gasps> from the magic bus. I you know <laughs> i want to see a gothic miss frizzle so bad so yeah, that would be so cool. i got you have, have you tested it have you tested I, it out yes i have tested it out i've made a couple tiktoks this past week because it's brand new mm. um so yeah it was really fun. It was especially <laughs> now that I have like you can't tell, but I have the neon orangey kind of hair underneath this. <laughs> I was wanting to say good morning to Willow, who is joining us this morning. All right, so Willow. let's uh, so let's skip over. <laughs> Heidi, do you have something to, cool to show us? I have. Well, it relates to Hawk Girl, of course. Um, <laughs> My um, two of my absolute favorite things that I have are cosplay related. You see my mask right behind me. Yes. Um, that's sitting up there. That's that's my favorite favorite mask. My favorite cowl. Um, the uh, Sierra Renee, who was Hawk Girl on um, the show. Actually, I have a picture of her in that in that cowl, which is pretty cool. 
And then since you were mentioning weapons earlier. <laughs> oh, gosh. Of course. Gotta have the mace. Oh, that's nice. But what's cool about, what's cool about this particular mace is my son made it for me. Oh, oh that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, yeah, I would say it's one of my most favorite things. It's, it's hot girl related and it was made by my son. Aww. Okay, can I make a comment here while we have you on screen? I am noticing yeah. that you have a Rosie the Riveter look, but you're a little bit out of color. What's what's going on with that? <laughs> well, my I, instead of the, the typical red, it's brown, of course, for Hulk Girl's brown helmet. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And then if you ever see Hulk Girl pin up Hulk Girl, the DC bombshells, um, I love. she has on the green coveralls with the yellow tank top which is very rosy inspired and um I, so i added the hawk symbol on mine instead of rosy's typical pin so yeah it's a little throwback with rosy and hot girls mixed together i think johnny's giving us a thumbs up hey i have Thank another <laughs> have another comment <laughs> from willow. she says that uh willow says that she's been looking forward to this discussion since john announced it well i hope he i hope that we touch on all of the bases here all right, so let's move over to Kat. Kat, I know you have an incredible, incredible pinup collection. What did you bring us this morning? Well, I don't know that I have the incredible pinup collection, but I do collect little quirky things that I wanted to show you guys, which you can find pretty much anywhere when you're out and about. But um, my friend got me this postcard here in, hold on, let me hold it to the camera. And what I love about these is, People take just random pinup photos of any random girl and they always put some fun, sassy kind of uh, statement with it, which this one is, if you can bake a cake, you can make a bomb, which, you know, it's always <laughs> a good thing. And then that I collect like new these cocktail motto. napkins, which where it says this drink tastes like I'm not going to work tomorrow. So, but it, it reminds me of something that's a photograph of somebody like, just like your grandmother or somebody, you know, not somebody who's famous, who you would think would be on it. It could be just really anybody from like 50, 60, 70 years ago and just turned it into something a little extraordinary where you can bust it out at a party and, you know, have a good time with your friends with it. All right. Well, I do have a couple of awesome little finds too. Is that everything, Kat? Or did you have That's anything else? That's all I have right now. Unless, uh, yeah, I mean, okay. we'll pull more as we go. So um, since we were looking for uh, vintage and pinup things, I kind of started looking around, not only at my collection, but things that um, I could put my hands on and grab. Because you know what? I just want all of the pinup things. So I did find a Betty Page oh, classic comic wow. book. Yay. Yeah. That is so oh, cool. And honestly, it gets better than that. Um, I'm going to save the best one for last. But um, this is something that I have been collecting for years. But I have a lot of the original 1940s uh, pinup calendars that you would have seen like in garages or wow. like on the wall in an office. Wow. Oh yeah. So uh, there's a place in Missouri that I uh, just find these from. He has so many of them. And every time I visit them, I'm like, give me all of them. Now my prize, my, and this is one of, 
it's a confine and I have actually um, taken it out of the package to just make sure that it's not fake. But um, I have a photograph and it's actually Ooh. a photograph of Betty. Um, wow. I've had this for several years, but this is, uh, this is one of my favorite pieces right here. And of course that's her on the little Ottoman with the leopard, the leopard robe, which obviously at this point has pretty much come off. So, all right. So that's my Very goodie. High. Well, hey, before you guys get too far, DL, I forgot to tell you guys something. Sure. I've posted it online in the past, but did you know that my mother was a professional pinup? I... She... Oh, wow. She was a calendar girl. Um, and there are published prints of my mother, po the poses that she did for... I'll have to dig those out and uh, send them to you, DL, because... Um, it's pretty epic. I would love to see those. I have some photographs that um, of my mother from years and years ago that uh, honestly could have been. My mother was not a professional pinup, but quite honestly, she very easily could have been. She definitely and, could have been. Oh, yeah. My mother was not going to lie. My mom was hot when she was a young woman. So, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Same. So, all right. So we're going to get started with the whole conversation about pinup and quite honestly you cannot talk about pinup unless you go back and start about start talking about where she came from in her history so let's do just a real quick pinup 101 history lesson and i'm going to turn it over to you cat because i think that you would probably be the best equipped to talk about this okay yes uh so the pinup girl i guess came into the height of popularity, I would say in the 1940s and during World War II, where I guess where your gentlemen would take these pictures out of magazines and they would plaster them up wherever they were stationed at. And that hence became the name. It was a pinup. Um, but as far as the look and everything from the 1940s, I guess what people now associate more closely with, um, the pinup look, it's like the classic Americana look, you know, with the red lip and the bright eyes. And back then, women didn't have a lot of choices with cosmetics. So basically what they had to wear, they had to be bold with it. So they would have your, I guess you would have your rouge and your lipstick and you had to kind of make it go as far as you could. So hence why you're always seeing most of your pinups with this bright red and cheek vibrant looking fresh face because there just wasn't a lot of there just wasn't a lot of makeup back then unlike in the 30s before the war where women wore a lot of pastels and things however it never really transpired where people knew that because the photographs everything was in a lot of black and white so you didn't really get to see all the fabulous colors in the 20s 30s that women wore and um, I guess that look just kind of carried over and became a little more extravagant into the 50s where you have the more glamorous bombshell look and bleaching your hair all of a sudden became a trend. And that's where you get your Marilyn's and um, the look just kind of, I guess, went on to the 60s where the hair got a little bigger. <laughs> and hence <laughs> the, <laughs> the beehives and the buffons and the dresses got 
the hemlines as the years are going were getting shorter and shorter. So the dresses were becoming more of a, um, I would call them in today's time, like a shift dress where it's kind of just, you know, where it kind of parks a little bit, a lot higher than the knee, but, um, that became more of a trend. And, um, and then moving to your seventies where you had your fair faucet and she was, I guess, considered the pinup of that era. And then into the eighties, I guess at that point it would change over from women to film. And I would say kind of more women of music became, um, more of your, pinup type I guess it would intermingle although I kind of think back into the 60s and oh, I have something here that you wouldn't even expect to be considered a pinup but like when you look at somebody like Patsy Cline now she just always kind of had a a look to her to me even I think as far as like a woman in music being a pinup she was kind of to me the forerunner of that sort. And then you had your eighties and you brought in your counterculture look with your, um, your punk rock and then nineties, more of a metal kind of goth girl type of look. And then kind of transpires in today where it's just a blend of where pretty much your pinup girl is <laughs> a blend of all of it nowadays. So that's so kind of a quick rundown. Yes, ma'am. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, so obviously you have an extensive history. And quite honestly, when it comes to pinup, as long as men have been able to draw women naked, um, there's pretty much been pinup. So it's just been various forms and uh, different mediums. And uh, so just thinking through all of those, those years of pinup, is there a person, a contributor, an artist, somebody that stands out more than anybody else? And by the way, nobody say Petty, Betty Page. As far as the drawings or as far as just the, the look that... Honestly, it could be the look, just somebody that you think has contributed to the scene and contributed to the, uh, the genre itself. It could... Uh, it could be a model. Um, it could be a modern model. I don't mind that at all. It could be um, an artist, a, phot a photographer, uh, somebody who's like hand drawing. Anybody? Well, you have? Oh, oh, anybody? Anybody? <laughs> oh, anybody. Uh, oh, we okay. didn't know it was for all of us. Sorry. We thought it was oh, for my um, uh, I, Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I, I actually have uh, two top favorites. One of them is kind of out there, Lucille Ball. Um, I loved her growing up, and she was always the comedy queen. I, I adored that. But then a little bit later, as I was like going into my teens, I found all of these pinup photos of her that she had done because, and I realized that she's not only like this comedy queen, but she's also like I'm also attractive, and and look at me, and so it it blew my mind, and I was like, you can be both, and I was really. <laughs> Really excited with that one. Um, another favorite of mine is, I'm not really sure if she counts as pinup. She definitely does vintage and pinup looks. I don't know if she would call herself pinup, but on TikTok, uh, very modern Mama Cusses uh, is a really, really good TikToker. And she will come in in these little pinup dresses and with like jello molds in the thing and be like, so, honey, you've been out working all day and I've been here stuck with the kids. I made you a giant gelatin meat thing. 
you're welcome and just do comedy <laughs> bits with it i i adore it so there's a comment over here to the side um that lucille ball was actually a, a sickfield girl sickfield mm -hmm. That's yes that she was okay yes. sickfield yep she mm -hmm. was all right heidi who were you thinking uh, she's actually pretty current to the times as well, and she is also a performer. I love Dita Von Tees. That woman is absolutely stunning. And I just, when I see her, that's exactly what my mind goes to, is to those classic pinup girls. She has done some beautiful photographs. She is an amazing, amazing entertainer. I agree. I agree. Cat, yes. how about you? I kind of got to digging a little bit. I, I love the Ditas, the Marilyn, um, I, Lucille, especially for being both. I mean, when she was younger, she was absolutely gorgeous and funny to, I mean, hilarious as really as she got older. And um, I, um, I've been kind of more recently studying into this lady, Hedy Lamar, and she, oh, her yeah. face, she looks to me, I really kind of gravitate like she has that goth kind of look about her and it's just very just effortless like but she has really big stunning eyes and she kind of reminds me a lot of um, I guess Lily Munster. <laughs> she just has a very classic look and then to come to find out she was just an incredible inventor and I just, I think she yeah. contributed a lot, even though a lot of people don't look at her, but you know, some of these women who just aren't as famous were just absolutely, you know, I think they're kind of the ones who paved the way for the others. So definitely, I think she contributed. Well, you know, Hedy Lamar actually is credited as the inventor of Wi-Fi. So, I mean, she even, is. Yes. I mean, her, her contributions are still felt today. And um, I love that she was recognized as being one of the most beautiful women in the world, but she also had the brain to match it. Because, you know, exactly. ladies, a lot, time, a lot of times we are not regarded as being the smartest cookies in the box. So, Scarlett, how about you? Okay, so something that we haven't really touched on at all was um like how the kind of rockabilly look almost plays into a lot of pinup style they both kind of go hand in hand together there is a modern day um she's actually a country music star she lives in nashville currently and i follow her on tiktok and she has the most amazing style the most amazing hair and makeup her name is hannah dasher Ooh. Um, and she has an incredible voice. She's very like Dolly Parton almost. And like, she is just so beautiful. Her hair is amazing. She always does these giant, like full curls and this awesome winged eyeliner. And she always has like these very rockabilly outfits on almost. And she is amazing. Like if you haven't seen any of her stuff, you definitely need to go look her up. She has videos on YouTube and stuff too, but she is, she is amazing. And she is definitely more modern day. Obviously she's pretty young and, but she's on TikTok and she does like cooking videos, but she reminds me so much of like Dolly Parton and that like country music rockabilly side of pinup. And she is amazing. 
Okay, first of all, who doesn't love Dolly? I mean, Dolly Parton. Actually, right. she was going to be one of my references. Thank you for stealing that. But, uh, it is but what yes, it is. I, I love St. Dolly. I mean, quite honestly, she is, she's it. Um, but one of my favorite, I don't know that um, she is really a... Um, that is Hannah Dash. But, oh, she's adorable. Right? Yeah. And she's so talented. Her voice is very similar to Dolly Parton. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I, I, I'm going to have to go find her. Um, one, of the, one of the ladies that I have really, um, and a lot of people, when they look at me, they think that, oh, you've patterned your look after Betty Page. And although I have, and I can't believe that none of you have asked, why not Betty Page? Why can't you talk about Betty? So we'll come I was going to why ask, not but Betty it just Page? hasn't come up Why yet. can't we talk about Betty? <laughs> I'll come back. I'll swing back around to that. But uh, okay. my, my favorite is probably sort of uh, Satana. I love her. And she is basically one of those like vintage 1960s icons. I mean, she was a burlesque dancer. Um, absolutely gorgeous. Of course, she did Faster Pussycat Kill Kill, which is one of my favorite movies. But I think a lot of times people look at me and they're going, oh, Betty Page. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's Torah. Torah is a lot of influence in what I do. Okay. So the reason that I specifically said no Betty Page is Every time I go to pinup shows, um, and I know that a lot of us have probably been to in judged pinup contests. And whenever you get to the Q&A section and the question is asked, who is your favorite pinup? And I really hate to say this because I do love Betty and um, my style does emulate her quite a bit. Everybody always says Betty Page. It's like the first thing that comes flying out of their mouth. And I'm like, let's really? have a little originality because there is, oh, there is my queen, my queen. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Dolly. Oh, oh look, look at Dolly. <laughs> but it was, it's one of those things that I'm always thinking when somebody just spurts out Betty Page at one of these events, I'm like, you really don't know that much about pinup. You don't really know that much about <laughs> yeah. the culture because there are so many. I think I saw a comment earlier from Courtney Stafford that said um, Ava Gardner. Ava Gardner was beautiful and she has a gorgeous collection of pinup photos. Um, and of course, Betty Grable, who was at one point the iconic pinup. Okay. But also, um, I'm really big into pulp. I do a lot of like, uh, for myself, I do a lot of noir style type uh, photographs. And um, I love the old vintage books that have the pulp covers on them. Um, so, so is anybody loving pulp right now? Or, or is it just a me thing? My husband would be with you on that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> mm -hmm. So, you know what? And one of the things I think is interesting is pinup has always been regarded as a ladies on own type of, or ladies only type of industry. But, you know, there was this whole thing called beefcake. Does anybody remember that? Any thoughts on the half? Oh, oh there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I think this might have been I want to say this was like a 1972 oh 1974 picture and this may have probably been one of the first um, wow. pictures of a yeah 
Somebody should take that down now, shouldn't they? <laughs> that image is going to burn in my mind forever. <laughs> but that was actually probably one of the uh, first pictures that I ever saw. Of, and I know that they were, Beefcake was around for years. But um, yeah, so there, there was that. Any thoughts on Beefcake? Any, anybody you loving? I'm just going to get my husband to take some of those photos later. Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good you, answer. <laughs> if you think about Hot it. here like, today, lady. Whole, <laughs> if you think about it, the whole concept of like the firefighter calendars, like where fire departments take yeah. pictures of all their firefighters in like half of their uniform or like just the like hat or just boots or whatever like <laughs> oh yeah it's kind of the same concept i mean it's kind of the same thing just very modern day <laughs> yeah i agree i agree and um i, I absolutely love some of the uh, really old images i i found when i was looking uh, for that picture of burt reynolds Yay! Yeah, that one, yes uh-huh uh-huh harry houdini uh, by the way um I, I know that everybody knows this but um uh, Johnny is a magician. He's a great mu uh, magician. And uh, honestly, I think that uh, several of my crew have probably been up front and heckled him a bit in the past. We apologize. Set it on fire. But, um, set it <laughs> no, 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 no. No apology needed. I, uh, I no apology needed. I structure my act to incite heckling. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay. So we did the right thing then. Good, good. By telling you to set it on fire. <laughs> his studio is called the Houdini Room. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And uh, and one of the other ones that I ran across while I was uh, looking into Beefcake, by the way, don't just Google Beefcake. <laughs> 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 Can we have a better that? name for that? I <laughs> But Harrison Ford, hello, hello. That's my man. my man. Oh, I love that's that. That's my man. <laughs> he's dreamy. In and he still is. He still oh, my is. gosh. Yes! He still is. I know. Oh, Indiana Jones. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, me. Wow. Indiana Jones was probably, like, my first, like, movie celebrity crush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. So, Kat did mention that... Um, you know, at some point, the traditional pinup girl kind of fell out of fashion. And then we saw uh, basically the counter the uh, subcultures and the countercultures emerge. And that was more along the lines of, I think that kick started with, you know, your sexy gothic icons. Because I think like Morticia showed up in the 1960s. You had Lily right around that same time. Um, you also had Vampirilla. Um, I know that we mentioned uh, Tora. And, you know, I always kind of throw Betty Page into that group just because I think that a lot of uh, gothic girls kind of emulate. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Thank you. <laughs> so this is what happens when this ladies. This is the best show the ever. Sorry. <laughs> Keep those pictures coming, girl. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe that, you know, I always kind of pick, uh, throw Betty into that uh, gothic icon just because I think a lot of gothic modern models emulate her style now. But um, I'm seeing that Willow is saying that her inspiration is Elvira. And I'm a totally. Yes. I've been waiting for Elvira to come yeah. 
Yeah, me too. <laughs> so has DL. Don't worry. She's been waiting. <laughs> this is her. This is her moment. <laughs> um, I might have an Elvira shrine in my house. My my house might. You be might have an, an Elvira. Elvira tattoo. What are you talking? About? Exactly. <laughs> you literally have it permanently on your body. Yeah, there is that. So, all right. So, Lauren, I know that you are huge in, you and Kat are both huge goth fans. So, what were your thoughts on the, basically the goth girls kind of taking over where, you know, pinups had originally been? Uh, well, I think goth at the time that it started to come around was really taboo. And... Uh, uh, the pinup girl was already kind of a taboo thing and, and then it kind of fell out of fashion. Goth came in and we were like, we're the taboo ones. We're taking that. And it just kind of, they, they, they melded together perfectly. So who's your favorite? I know you have a favorite. My favorite uh, gothic pinup? Yeah. Would, it, it's Elvira. It's Elvira. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I can't I love not say Elvira. Way. Thank. Well, I was trying to figure out a way to eat cereal without like a clanky spoon, and I was like, I'm not going to put milk in it. Chopsticks. <laughs> smart. <laughs> so smart. Plus, it goes with the Ursula look. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, Elvira would be my favorite. I grew up watching, especially her movie, <laughs> and I, I can quote you scenes from that movie. But I grew up watching that and just thinking, I want to. Beer. I want to be that person that just things come flying out of my mouth and people are like, and I'm, <laughs> wait I'm a minute. I think that. you did become that person, didn't you? <laughs> Maybe not not the look, but so much, I don't, but the personality. Yeah, but I don't know. I think you kind of have some <clears throat> assets that resemble Elvira's. Uh, we yeah, go there. It comes with okay. the rest of the assets. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I'm a huge... Do you have her coffee table, table book by any chance? I do not. And now I want it. Oh. I didn't know there was one. There is one. And if I could find my cabana boy to bring it to me, I would show it to you. Cabana so, boy. Uh, you can't... You just can't get good help anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, my cabana boy is here with it. So I do have good help with oh, it. Oh, never mind. So, I hope you didn't see. hear that. If you I, have your, not your tiny screen, all right. screen. I know, I know. Um, so if you have not ha seen this, this is the Elvira coffee table book. Of course, um, mine is signed somewhere. Mine is signed somewhere. I just don't know where. Um, but it is uh, basically it's a collection of a lot of her um, best photos. So I oh, recommend this awesome. highly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is like one of my favorites. But um, if I had to choose a, a second, I would probably go with Tim Curry and Rocky Horror Picture Show, but I'm not sure that counts. Oh, yeah. That, oh, it, it counts. counts. It counts. It counts. He's, he's probably <laughs> the best gothic pinup ever, in my opinion. So we'll just go with yes. that. Well, and on top of that, like Tim Curry in like Rocky Horror and everything, you have to take into consideration how much like drag is so inspired by pinup and pinup is so inspired by drag and they honestly mm -hmm. really go hand in hand together they, they definitely do. are like one in the same they do yeah 
So Kat, how about you? You got any favorite gothic pinup girls that we need to be looking for out there or artists? I, or? Well, I think with the going back to how they kind of reemerge from pinup to goth in the 80s, 90s, I always think of like your Burton, your Tim Burton girls. I always kind of think of like your Winona and your Christina Ricci and, um, and then evolving into your Dita, of course. And then even in today's time, I think of like the Martha Stewart of like a goth girl would be almost your Christine McConnell and how I don't, she just reminds me of somebody who is, you know, way more talented than anything most of us women can do as far as putting your house together and baking a cake and that type of thing. But um, I, I really uh, think that it's kind of the culture is reemerging from that goth back into that kind of um, glamorous, almost uh, pinup girl back from like a almost where it looks like somebody's caught in time and not necessarily using all the rules of your traditional pinup, but adding in some of that modern flair along with their own style. And so I don't know, it just keeps evolving. So it keeps getting more fun as it goes. I love that you mentioned the resurgence because I agree. It is definitely something that you're starting to see more and more of, not just in print and in calendars, but um, the whole pinup uh, scene is starting to show up everywhere. And one of the biggest places that I'm spotting it, and, and Heidi uh, is a prime example, is I'm starting to see more and more um, cosplayers cross over into pinup and kind of create these, either they are... <clears throat> creating these images or creating these their own versions of them or they're pulling from someone like Aunt Lucia who did created the DC bombshells uh, which I know that you mentioned earlier uh, so Heidi who are there any vintage style comics cosplayers that you're thinking that everybody needs to be looking out for or somebody that you just uh, we know hot girl but I know you have a few in your uh, collection of cosplays um there's a uh, what i really like about um people taking the uh comic book characters and our superhero characters and making them their own sort of like um believe it or not a lot of people don't know that um hot girl is actually of course i'm gonna i'm gonna do hot girl hot girl is actually older um then Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. uh, she came out a whole year before Wonder Woman. And I love Wonder Woman. Don't get me wrong. Linda Carter is my chick. I love Linda Carter. I grew up with Linda Carter. Um, but uh, she came out in the 1940s. There she is. Oh, my gosh. Isn't Thank she you. beautiful? Yes. Woo. And she still is. And she's still. Yes. yes she's still gorgeous. Um <clears throat> But Hot Girl came out in the 1940s, and Wonder Woman came out a year later in 1941. So um, they are perfect, actually, in that classic pinup area. So I really enjoy quite a few of the DC bombshells because a lot of those uh, comic book characters um, came out during that time frame. So it makes total sense for them to be in a 1940 pinup type situation. And I love... Uh, those, some of those, uh, have you, have you have not seen Black Canary? 
in the DC bombshell, it is amazing. I agree. She is, I agree. Yeah, her as that singer is just phenomenal. I love that that particular um, DC bombshell look on her. Um, but uh, but yeah, that makes total sense for the bombshells to come out because that majority of them were made back in the 1940s. Exactly, exactly. And it's nice to see them kind of harken back to their original roots because um, as we exactly. see with Wonder Woman specifically, and even with Hot Girl, she has become, they have both become more um, muscle, uh, muscle bound, and not in a bad way, but they have become right. fierce warriors. And that's not exactly how they started out. Um, I mean, they were always kind of badass, but, you know, they weren't exactly represented how we see them and envision them today. Right. Right. Exactly. Now, something else that I'm very interested in, and I know that uh, Scarlett and I have actually done this several times, and uh, we actually got into cosplay doing vintage uh, designs. And oh, Toy Robot says he loves seeing all of his favorite ladies in one place. And this Aww. is a dynamic group. That's awesome. Miss you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Scarlett and I actually did... Um, I've been waiting to dress. I'm sorry. I keep stopping. So there's another comment from Willow says that she's been waiting to dress as bombshell black canary. Oh, but she's done Lois Lane. I love Lois Lane. That one is awesome too. That one is an amazing one too. Yeah. um, So I'm talking about the vintage. So one of the things that Scarlett and I did when we first got into it, we were doing vintage designs. And I think, um, uh, Green Lantern and Cato were mentioned really, really early on. And uh, I think that was pretty much our first uh, full true build cosplay. I think and so. I agree. Uh, and But we picked characters who were not traditionally what you would consider sexy women. Although there is a version of Cato that did evolve into a really sexy woman, but you know, it definitely took the gender bending to the extreme. <laughs> well, and with that, all of our like dual cosplays that we do together are like that. You know what? They, they really are. I think we've done uh, Batman and Robin. We have done uh, Green Hornet and Cato. Uh, who else have we done? Why do Captain America? Yeah. Now, I also love to see characters who are traditionally not portrayed as being vampy, vamped up. And I think Lauren's got a great one that she does. Uh, I, I do a few. I do um, Velma. Yeah. That's um, Velma's my favorite. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I, I, I like um, getting her all prettied up. I want to do um a few new ones i recently just did a gender bend uh kind of pinup version of the riddler which Ooh. was really fun um trying to think i've done so much recently i got a bunch of stuff in for poison ivy but she's already kind of prettied up anyway um oh i've done the penguin as a corseted uh um kind of sexy version of that character i really like to gender bend and take someone who's who's not traditionally uh in that style and and flip them like i, I want to do a daria one day really badly as like a, a pinup version of her it's gonna happen so i want to comment uh 
John Pica has commented that when cons come back, he wants to do a Harley Quinn crossplay. Nice. I know Heidi, he might need to get with you on that one too. So that would be an oh awesome. Oh my gosh, honey, shoot. I can help you out. No problems. <laughs> so why do you think that we as cosplayers and as a pinups tend to lean towards some of those, I guess, less sexy characters and try to vamp them up. I mean, what, uh, why do you think we do that? Uh, I personally think it's because for me, at least I identified with those characters growing up. I identified with Velma and being the kind of reading the book and uh, too nerdy and no one really like everyone kind of made fun of Velma growing up. And then later, everyone really loved Velma. And I was like, I, I really identify this, but I want to switch it to something that makes me feel good. You know, one of the things that I'm always um, in, and I hate this just because one of the things that I always hear is that there is a lot of comments to, ooh, there oh, is your that. Velma. I love that. I love oh, that. I love it. That is Thank great. You. Well, I think that gave a few people a heart attack this morning. Uh, <laughs> but one of the things that I am always, uh, I guess, kind of catching flack for myself and I hear is that a lot of the cosplay is specifically girls. And especially those of us who kind of lean towards uh, the pinup aspect of it. But just cosplay girls in general are regarded as not being fans. How, how would you... Oh, I see. I hit a nerve with Scarlet. Go ahead. How would you respond to that? Okay. Well, it's definitely something that is really, really bad in like the comic, gaming, anime, con, yes. oh all gosh, of that yes. stuff. That whole community is tends to be a little bit gender discriminatory, not going to lie. Um towards women for sure um you always it's kind of the same energy as like when somebody sees like a young teenager wearing like an acdc shirt or a nirvana shirt and they're like can you even name three songs like it's the same energy like yeah. you always get questioned and harassed about like do you even know who that character is like do you even know yeah. and it kind of invalidates like the women that do want to do these like really sexy characters like Slave Leia, for example, is an absolutely amazing cosplay. The women that cosplay her have such amazing confidence that I absolutely do not have. And <laughs> they always look so amazing. But like, you know, you kind of see these like, like live in their mom's basement people that like, <laughs> that only come out for cons, like crawl out into the into the you know public for cons and stuff that want to harass these women because they're doing like sexy versions of these characters and they think that it's like just because they're sexy or whatever no like we can still be fans of it and still enjoy yeah, like looking like that and like being attractive and everything but there definitely is some gender discrimination in con circuits in like the anime community and the gaming community, especially. I know Lauren can definitely attest to that. <laughs> and and on behalf of all men in the con community, I apologize. Oh, oh thank that you. That was absolutely not. Thanks, John. <laughs> no. No, no, I listen. 
I, I, I rail and rant on what I call the neck beard basement dwelling mouth breather <laughs> all the time. Well, I know that we are pretty much at the end of the show, so I'm going to pass it back over to the pop cult or the prophet of pop culture, John, and let him just kind of lead us out. Well, hey, thank you so much, everyone, for being a part of this this morning. This has been awesome. And I don't know why I have shadows on my face. I'm, I'm lit. I've got a window here. Maybe I need to open it. Maybe that's the problem. Hey, oh, now it's if it were black and white, it would have that whole vintage noir thing going on. Uh -huh. Yeah, so cut it back just a little and can have that mysterious shadow across. Anyway, you guys brought up a lot of great topics that um, we we need to probably do this again. Um, and uh, you know, because uh, this has been one of the most fun episodes that I've had um, with you ladies. And um, I, I have a confession to make. And those of you who have met me personally, you know this to be true, that I fall head over heels in love with every woman I meet. <laughs> and, so, so, and my curse, though, is that God made me such a hideously ugly bridge troll that it's never reciprocated. So, oh, no. uh, that's but, not true. No. But, but no. you know, I did have. Did you say bridge you know, troll? Yeah. Yes, he did. And anyway, um, that's why I I love hanging with the the cosplayers at cons. That's why when I see you at a con, uh, I go over the moon because I have just absolutely fallen in love with you. And uh, so um, I just I want to I want to put you in my purse and take you home with me. Um, <laughs> I don't carry a purse, but it's a purse. It's a satchel. It's a, it's a purse. Um, but we and we just got... that's called kidnapping, and that's wrong. <laughs> Let me put you in my fanny pack. Beware here. of the Locks man. Lock all your hair in here for later. <laughs> make a hair puppet. And so here's here's the thing. I I I, I want to close with this comment on about that um, that fandom. And Carlin says there's a difference, a differentiation of fandom, and it applies to both men and women, TV, movie, newbie fans versus the uh, from youth uh, books and comics. Uh, yes, there is a difference. Uh, but the problem is that, that there shouldn't be these tiers, right? Everyone right, should be a fan, should be a fan, should be a fan. Let's, let's appreciate and accept everyone. If you're a newbie, if you're old school, whatever. But... Um, I just want to say, I have this theory about those basement-dwelling, neck-beard mouth-breathers. <laughs> that the reason that they uh, feel so empowered at cons to harass and, and to um, sometimes physically get a little handsy is because modern pop culture media has taught young boys and men that women are objects to be possessed and fantasized about. Video games, comics, movies, porn. Um, and we've got to change that culture. I agree. So yeah. that's my two cents on that. Uh, we have a few last minute comments. 
Uh, Joe McKeel says, okay, I'm back. Just as we're going off the air, Joe. <laughs> Bye, well Joe. Done. Well done, <laughs> Joe, darling. Uh, Cherry Jubilee from Chicago says, kittens here stranded. Um, and I don't know if you remember, DL, you met Cherry Jubilee at Geekonomicon. She was, uh, she sang, um, and she was hanging out with us at the uh, Diesel Punk podcast booth. And yes. uh, uh, Carlin Stewart says, got to pay the toll. Wait, John, is that you? What? I don't know <laughs> what that means. He's calling you a troll, a bridge troll. The bridge oh, troll. Oh, yeah, okay, I got it. I got it. And Willow, Willow Schuyler says, I got flack for dressing up as Jill Valentine from Resident Evil. I do not pay attention to the toxic fandom, the way toxic, the toxic way fandom has become. I will dress as my favorite characters because I dress for me, not anyone else. And toxic yeah, fandom is a whole other episode. Yeah, good as for you. you should. Carl oh, Whitman yeah, says, great show. Yes, yes, you. you should. And Joe says, hey, at least I came back. So <laughs> we, are, we will definitely uh, have you all back on. And listen, any of you individually who want to be a guest on the show, this is uh, DL's third time on Back of the Cereal Box. And uh, she's just now become an official co-host, even though she can't oh. do it every week. So, uh, Yay. yeah. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Yes, thank you for having us too, DL and John. This oh, you better so believe fun. I'm going to like any come you, back. Any <laughs> of you who want to uh, be a guest and, uh, you know, talk about geek pop culture as we eat our breakfast cereal on Saturday morning, you're welcome. I will call you Lauren. Uh, Charlotte, <laughs> you guys are welcome anytime. Um, now, before we go, a couple of things. Um, if you like what you see, support the show financially. <laughs> uh, we take donations at PayPal at John Pike at johnpica.com. Um, it's right along the bottom of the screen there. A dollar, two dollars, fifty. Hallelujah, a C note. And that just helps improve the quality of the broadcast and um, helps us uh, market even more. Last week's episode is just hit 4,000 views on Facebook. Ooh, wow. And uh, so I that's think awesome. that's good. I'm not Congratulations. sure. Congratulations. That is good. Yes. Yeah, well, that's because I advertise. A lot of people <laughs> doing this don't advertise. So, you know, I'll drop a few bucks on some ads and, you know, it generates views. And, and we're going to do the same for this. And uh, I'm hoping this show gets 10,000 views. That's, that's my goal. We um, hope so, too. And uh, so uh, make sure you do that. You can uh, listen to the audio version of our podcast with bonus episodes throughout the week on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and CastBox, Google, uh, even iHeartRadio. So find Back to the Serial Box in audio format and uh, follow us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook, Serial Box Podcast, Instagram, Serial, Pod Serial Box Podcast. We post exclusive content to each uh, each format. So follow us everywhere because you'll get stuff in different places that you don't get in the other ones. Um, and finally, if you like this show, the most important thing you can do is to share it with your friends and family. Share it with two, 300 of your closest friends and family. And uh, Willow Schuyler says, you ladies are great. Would love to chat with you all. We'll be following your pages for sure. Awesome. 
Epic, epic, epic. And we'll uh, post those links uh, in the show notes uh, when this uh, finishes processing so you can follow all of these lovely pinup ladies. Thank you, DL, for putting together a great show. You are welcome. And I want yes, to thank, thank all you. of my lovely friends for joining me, Scarlett, Kat, Heidi, and Lauren. Thank you. Thank you. And thank, thank you, you for having, you. For having so us. Fun. Thank yes. you. One last thing I have to acknowledge one of our sponsors. This episode was bought, brought to you by Diet Coke. Friends and foes, thank you for joining us. Until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.